Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to another in our series on time, a gift or a curse. And with these changing times that we're in, all of our lives have been rearranged. So we've been walking through a list for a little over a week now of ways in which you can make it a gift instead of a curse. And there's a lot to this. There's so many different layers to peel back. So if you're just now joining us, uh, I typically will do a series and, and you want to go back and listen from the very beginning so you can get the foundation that was laid in addition to all the tips that have led up to where we are today. So we left off yesterday talking about your golden hours or your Zen zone, when you can find the time to be most productive. And we went into core values and why it's important to align what you're doing and structure what it is you're trying to accomplish around that or you get into cognitive dissonance. Today, we're going to talk about, we're going to start talking about your why. Um, and for example, your why, keeping that in front of you, that might be, uh, you know, I know some women, if they're trying to lose weight, they'll hang a bikini or, or a dress up in the size that they want to be, just as a reminder. Or maybe a, a, do some photoshopping of a, a picture of their head on, on somebody's body, on somebody else's body. Um, uh, I know another guy that actually changed the zeros on his bank account and hung it in front of him in his office to help remind him of how much money he's going to be making. <laughs> and, you know, there's obviously vision boards and all these things that people do. Um, but, but keeping that in front of you, you know, dangling that carrot so that you uh, have the motivation and the inspiration and the tenacity to keep going and not giving up on what it is that you want to accomplish. So in the case of making time a gift rather than a curse, um, you know, think about all of the time that you will, uh, you know, not only be able to buy in terms of, you know, being organized, so having maybe some time off to, to spend more time with your family, or you can look at it another way, being so organized and so productive that at the end of the day, you actually sleep better and you feel better. You know, those can all be wise too. So it really runs the gamut, but keeping that why in front of you is absolutely key. The next thing is <clears throat> to work in 90-minute intervals when you are working on projects, whether you're doing spring cleaning or, you know, working at the desk, but especially if you're working at the desk uh, from your home office uh, or your um, makeshift home office, it's very healthy for the brain to stop after 90 minutes. And if I could show you a brain scan right now, you would see that on the side where people sit too long, their brain actually starts to go dark, and that's when you get into the brain fog, brain fatigue, and you have to get up. I mean, you just have to get up, walk around for five or ten minutes, change the scenery, you know, whether you go for a walk or get a cup of coffee or, or whatever it is that you want to do. Go watch the birds outside the window or spend some time with your dog or your cat or your kids. But take those ten, five to ten minute breaks in between each of those 90 minute intervals. And that's going to help you to manage that time much more effectively rather than overworking and feeling like it's a chore. Uh, next one is control distractions. So um, think ahead of time, you know, what is distracting you from, you know, and I'm talking about everything from, you know, children and them needing help with maybe their homework and how you can effectively manage that besides putting them in front of a TV. And I had mentioned this earlier on, but I'll just mention it for example here again, is my kids when I was, you know, way back in the day when they were younger uh, and I was homeschooling I was about for about four years. 
I had a big plastic bin and that was the only time they could play with those things is just when I was busy working, I'm making calls or working at the desk and I didn't want to be interrupted. There, you don't necessarily have to, um, you know, there's like, there's more than one thing that you can do to keep your kids busy. Uh, but whatever the distractions are, if it's, if it's social media, if it's the blings and dings of, you know, notifications and emails coming in, then shut them off. You know, make sure that you have that focus and that ample time to get a task done so that you can cut it loose at whatever time frame you set and be able to go on to other things. Now, um, one thing that I always encourage is check times and also to work in blocks that are agreeable to you and your schedule. So what I mean is, and I just talked to a client today, you know, um, and he made the comment, well, you know, I, um, you know, sometimes I'll go 20 minutes, sometimes I'll go an hour and a half. And I'm like, well, why do you go such a range? And he goes, because on the, on the times when I don't meet my 20 minutes, I'm trying to make for, make up for it on the other times. And that's not the right way to do it because really, if you're going to develop a strong habit, you want to do it the same time frame at the same, on the same day, or rather the same time frame every day so that you can get your body used to being at that time. Just like, you know, we wake up without an alarm clock or we have a cup of coffee at the same time every day. And then keep to that increment, okay, so that then your mind knows it's time to shift. Your body is full of memory cells. We've talked about that before. And it remembers when you want certain things or you do certain things a certain way. So getting into those patterns, but also if you extend beyond the time you've decided on in advance, then it may turn out where you start feeling like it's a chore and you get frustrated instead of excited about and you can't really embrace it. So, you know, using those kinds of, of habits that are, are consistent and realistic are going to help you a ton in accomplishing what you want to in within the time frames that you want to do it. And then um, learning when to say good enough, especially if you're a perfectionist. I mean, there's, I always say there's a fine line between excellence and perfectionism. So you want to make sure that you don't get into perfectionism because something that might only take two hours, if you're into perfectionism, you stepped over that line You've gone from just doing it excellently into, you know, just overdoing and overthinking it to the point that maybe it takes four hours or even six hours. You not only frustrate and stress yourself out, but you may stress or frustrate other people who are waiting on you to finish that project. So I hope that helps you. That was a lot of stuff in one particular episode. I'm going to probably finish this out tomorrow and we'll go on to a new series. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. If you don't have the book, I would encourage you to get it. Get on my website, ipbconsulting.com. I'll even sign it for you and send it. Or you can go to Amazon. Either way, it's free shipping. Thank you for joining. Wish you an amazing day on Reaching Higher.